Hello and welcome back to ARU's Clearing Podcast. You're with Megan and Emma. Today we're going to talk about why we love our uni. So we've both been students here. I'm a mm-hmm. student, I joined in 2011 and Emma is still studying with us now. And we're just going to talk really on the whole about why we like Anglo-Ruskin University and what it means to us. So come a bit away from the results day stress and everything mm-hmm. like that and just talk about the fun times that we've had just to yeah. try and, you know get through the stressful times a bit more yeah so, Emma what where should we start where should we start with Anglia Ruskin what do you love about it uh oh it's so hard to like sum it up I think one of my best memories of ARU is the Freshers Fair yeah. I just think <laughs> it's such a good day it is fun and you get to see so many different sides of the uni because you mm-hmm. get to see all the societies, all the sports teams. There's people there from all the faculties. So it, it feels a little bit like your brain's going to explode on the day because there's just so much information that you're yeah. like trying to take in. But it's su- just such a special day. Yeah, and free pizza. Yeah, free pizza <laughs> and freebies. I got free um, uh, Krispy Kremes last year. Ooh. I'm not even a student anymore. <laughs> I just went just in with my staff badge and I still got a Krispy Kreme, oh. so <laughs> that was good. Yeah, there are some very good freebies. You come mm-hmm. away with some bags of stuff. Bags and bags. Yeah. So for those that don't know, the Freshers' Fair starts in the welcome week when you arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, one of your first few days, there's a big old event on you know, on both campuses, I think, mm-hmm. and you'll just, yeah, get get all around and there's a stall with absolutely everything and anyone on it promotions all over the place obviously yeah. don't go signing up to everything because you might <laughs> forget what you signed up to but yeah it's definitely a good chance to explore definitely mm. I feel like you do end up signing up to some weird things yes like I <laughs> I went along and I was like oh I've always wanted to go scuba diving let's sign up for the scuba diving Why society <laughs> I never did anything with them I just signed up for it because I thought you know what that's what I want to be oh that's what I want to do in my life I I went through like a drastic change in my first year I went I joined up to cheerleading oh. I was like yep you know what I'm gonna get really fit I'm gonna be really good at this and I did it for the whole year and I really enjoyed it oh. and then the second year I was like no I want to change and I went and joined the American Football Society I was wow. the only woman <laughs> and I still went and played with them and everything and I got kitted wow. up with them and it was just the strangest thing but I went yeah. from cheerleading to actually you know running around hitting people but it was great fun yeah <laughs> see I'm not very good at any kind of sport that's offered here so I just did the um the social sport sessions I did a badminton one oh, yes. and a volleyball one and it's great because no one cares how yeah. good or bad you are they just kind of get on with it so yeah. we were playing badminton and every single time I'd miss it oh. but no one cared and they were like yeah come on you can do it and I was so like supportive. yeah I know I'm bad but no one cares so it's great it's just things like that yeah. that it allows you to get involved with something but you don't have to be the best at it you can just go and have yeah. fun there's no pressure yeah and you can just meet different people even you know cheerleading and American football I actually had no idea both of them what mm. I was doing but by the end you know I was actually pretty good and you know it's a hobby now for life both yeah. of those things I still follow them and I still mm-hmm. keep in touch with some of the people from that society yeah. and they didn't study my course but mm. I still keep in touch with them and, you know, some of them still, you know, hang about. We all <laughs> still work here. So it's really, it's really good. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, but speaking of work, I thought I should bring up the Employment Bureau. Mm-hmm. That's something you mentioned in one of our previous podcasts. Yeah. And um, again, for those that won't know this, the Employment Bureau is it's on campus um, and it's got 
dedicated to people that work there who it's their job to help you get a job and whether mm. that's in the university or outside the university um they yeah. help you with your cv and everything don't they mm-hmm. um and actually i didn't join the employment bureau when i was a student mm. purely because i found out about it too late uh, and then when i tried to apply it was in one of my like last semesters i think and i didn't have my passport on me and you need your passport yeah. so remember your passport everybody yeah because <laughs> you need it to get work so um I couldn't actually join up in my last oh. semester. And then when I came back to work here a few years later and I heard more and more about it, I was like, oh my God, I missed out <laughs> on all this stuff. Because yeah, the opportunities great. they present are just through the roof. There's so many different things to do. Yeah, There's literally, there's jobs from putting letters in envelopes <laughs> all the way to like presenting to groups of hundreds of students. Yeah, There is literally anything that they need students to do. Photo shoots, things like this. Yeah. Well, podcast podcast <laughs> <laughs> um all sorts of different things and it's just so flexible which is the best yeah. thing and it's it's not just about getting paid is it because it's about mm-hmm. getting experience as well and obviously you know putting letters in envelopes it sounds like a pointless task but mm. actually you're exercising you know certain rules will have to be followed and yeah. you're getting experience and you're getting paid for it and there's nothing worse than a cv that has a three-year gap in it yeah so just to fill that gap with anything they can offer you. And like you say, it's flexible. Mm. Mm. So to, to not work for one week because you're stressed and then to be able to pick it up yeah. a week later and say, oh, actually, I want to work quite a few hours now. Mm-hmm. That's it's great. And you meet amazing. so many different people. Like some of my closest friends are people that I've met through ambassador Aww. roles. Because sometimes if you're doing something like stuffing envelopes, you just yeah. chat the whole <laughs> That's time. What you've got to do. Yeah, and you just make conversation. You get to know people so well. Aww. And it, it's a really nice way to meet someone that you probably wouldn't have meet, met otherwise so one of my really good friends is a graphic designer and we wouldn't have really met otherwise because there would be nothing that we'd have in common or no lectures together anything like that cross paths Mm. unless you you know go out of your way to make sure you meet new people yeah you will only meet your course mates yeah you know and the people you live with who aren't always your course mates but it's definitely good to get out there and meet other people Mm -hmm. sure, definitely um, you said in one of our podcasts that you wanted to learn another language. Yeah. And we didn't really touch on that at the time, but I thought I should bring it up. So when you're a student, certain courses allow mm-hmm. you to swap out a module and learn a language. So you actually get to take a language as one of your modules for that semester. Mm-hmm. Other ones don't allow you to do that, but you can pay to do it as an extra. Yeah. I think it's it's bit like fairly cheap like yeah 100 pounds or something yeah it's, 100 pounds, it's not even that um and even if you don't want to swap out a module because you want to get mm-hmm. that experience in that module you can still pay extra and still do it yeah. it's just you know a bit more time mm. out in the university rather than you know at home but then if you're at home what are you doing yeah you're watching netflix or something so yeah it's definitely a really good opportunity to learn a modern foreign language mm-hmm. i think it's really valuable as well yeah it's definitely a skill that it just helps yeah i just don't even know how many must help get you jobs and things because it's Mm. a communication skill yeah and it's a you put in that dedication to learn something Mm -hmm. completely new Mm. and i think you can start at different levels as well so you said you've learned up to a level so you can start at the next level up from there yeah or you can start at the bottom Mm -hmm. and literally learn your 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 bonjours and your your appels yeah (laughs) so like it doesn't matter where you want to start really yeah i think that's you know, as long as there's enough people wanting to do it, you tend to mm-hmm. get 
the right level that suits you, which is really yeah quite impressive. And I think university is all about trying new things as well. Yeah. It might be something that you've always wanted to learn, I don't know, French, but your school didn't offer it. So yeah. this is a great time to just think, you know what, I'm going to go and learn my French. Yeah. And, and it gives you the opportunity to do that. You can put it into practice a little bit because I know that, again, certain courses offer you semesters yeah, abroad. abroad yeah. So to actually go and study mm-hmm. in a whole other country mm. and maybe it's one that you've learned a language in but it could be just america and they speak english so great yeah um, it's all different depending on your course i think the course has to have a relationship with another yeah. university in that country so they can swap and you wouldn't you're it wouldn't be detrimental to your learning yeah. you're still going to learn the same things you would have learned at university mm-hmm. but just just in a new mm. environment I really wish I'd done that I feel like that was one opportunity that I was just a bit too scared oh, to do yeah because on my course we can go to Canada and wow. I just think wow that would have been so amazing but then at the same time I think if I wanted to come home yeah it would be so far and then what if I didn't like it yeah. but you have got the beauty of you're only there for 12 weeks so if yeah, you don't like down. it <laughs> you can come back again yeah it's such a good opportunity and I, I do wish that I'd taken advantage of that one I think that it can be quite easy to get sort of fearful of what how, how do you even approach that because mm. again it's like you've got to sort accommodation it's going to cost yeah. money and what about the accommodation you've already got but I know that we have a whole team yeah. in the university dedicated and I, I'm pretty sure you can get, it might not cover the whole trip, but there are grants out there mm-hmm. that will cover, the university will provide the money basically. Yeah. Because it, it gives you more employability skills. People that mm. study abroad, it's statistically proven if you have a semester abroad, you're more likely to get yeah. further and progress further and get paid more in the long run. So yeah. it's a well worthwhile mm-hmm. option in my eyes yeah again definitely. something i didn't realize at the time <laughs> it just passed me by so that's why we need to make sure everyone knows about it i feel it like now. a lot of things passed you by when you studied it <laughs> <laughs> it's just people didn't talk as much yeah. and now you know you can't go anywhere without seeing all the student mm. ambassadors and they're all talking and they're encouraging each other and empowering each other when i was a student quite a long time ago now it was just it wasn't the same it was more about getting an education and moving on but mm. I liked it here still and that's yeah. why I haven't moved on <laughs> that's why I'm still here um, yeah it's a lot to be said about that as well mm. um what would you say other than we've talked about languages we talked about mm-hmm. um employment bureau would you say I don't know the, the facilities at Angler Ruskin yeah make it a good one and the city as well we're in Cambridge here mm-hmm. obviously and today we're in Compass House mm. in the recording studios, which if you're watching the videos on YouTube, you'll be able to see. We're in quite it's, a large it's studio. Cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's been quite a fun day for us. It's been like mm. a little day out, hasn't yeah. it? <laughs> Seeing a completely different side of the university. Yeah. Um, there are some really good facilities. I know for business in Chelmsford, they've got the Bloomberg Lab. Oh, right. Which yes. you can actually practice like trading and stuff i don't really understand is that where you can see like the numbers going across yeah the screen like you see on the telly the <laughs> yeah it does feel very like Wolf yeah of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah and there's like an investment society and wow. students can access that whenever they want to which just seems crazy and you can get trained on all the like programs and stuff that yeah. you need it just it's it blows my mind a little bit going in there yeah. there's some Obviously, in Chelmsford, you've got the School of Medicine, yeah. which is quite exciting because, mm. you know, you can see... I haven't the, seen it yet. If you're not, you should go and take a visit. Mm. Um, and there's... I think there's... I've been past rooms. I don't know because I'm nothing to do with health, but I've been past rooms where there are mannequins inside and I'm like, ooh, yeah. there's just an arm <laughs> laying around. What does that mean? <laughs> but, yeah, there's some, there's some very 
interesting facilities and obviously you don't make the most like you could, i can't go into those yeah. labs and just start playing around but to know they're there mm. and to get involved and like we are today we're experiencing yeah. the recording studios which mm. is a bit daunting at first and i know from being an ambassador they've got like the tv studio yes and then they've got the like mock law court that i get to use next year which is very exciting Ooh. so it's so. like a actually like a court yeah room. and they film you so that you can see kind of how you come across <laughs> which seems really cool wow yeah and then there's the um forensics little kind of house set up so it just looks like an ordinary door no. and everyone told me it was there and I was like oh okay I'll just tell people it's there and then one day I was doing a talk and the lady came out and was like do you want to go in and I was oh like my goodness. yes what so it's it like, like there's like a kitchen a bedroom and a bathroom and then there's like a dummy like lay on the floor with no. like blood and stuff no. oh yeah. my gosh it was so cool so that's for crime and investigation students yeah right? it's amazing I want to find that place. <laughs> you wouldn't know it's there because it's just a plain door. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And then there's like the Ruskin Theatre. Yeah. No, Ruskin? Mumford Theatre. Mumford Theatre. Ruskin Gallery. Yeah. Yeah. They're good so, for the performance. Yeah. I went and saw one of the final year shows. Oh, recently? Was, yeah, quite recently. Oh. It was like the end of last year. Oh. Um, it was really good though. I was so impressed. They're, the performing arts students and the drama students, they do put on some amazing shows yeah. and they get to sort of almost run that month for theatre like you know part of yeah. their, their course almost so yeah. they get all that hands-on experience with the theatre which is mm -hmm. really, really cool yeah so, and then mm -hmm. outside the uni you've got so many things in Cambridge yes um, yeah it's an amazing city there's just everything here there's all the green parks and then yesterday I went to the Lido which is like a massive open air swimming pool it's not heated oh and it's very cold oh but when it's sunny it's just so nice yeah. like it just feels like you're on holiday Aww. I just feel like Cambridge is in its own little like bubble it really is it's a bubble an amazing little city yeah and then you've got just everything you need stones throw away from you and then mm. what's great about Chelmsford is you've got I think it's like a 38 minute train journey into central London yeah so for people who want to you know make the most of you know London lifestyles mm. or nightlife or even you know for theatres and stuff yeah it's just so within reach but you're mm -hmm. not paying that London premium price yeah. tag which is obviously a bonus yeah <laughs> and then Chelmsford is just so green You've got yeah. walks on campus, which are like down through the streams. And mm. it's I like the Chelmsford campus because it is a campus uni. So yes. it's like its own mini little town by yeah. itself. Whereas Cambridge, it's, it's so kind of mixed in with the city, yeah. which is nice. But then at the same time, kind of, it's not like its own little town. It is mixed in. Yeah. There's a lot more going on, it feels like, because you've got all of the city there yes. and all the activities happening. And with Cambridge being the size it is, don't you find that you can get everywhere yeah quite easily like, on your I bike, bike. oh my god great <laughs> you can be anywhere within 20 minutes like from one yeah. side to the other you'll be there yeah it's, it's so doable and actually if you try to do it in a car you wouldn't be able to do it that quick no, i love <laughs> when you there's like a queue of traffic and you're cycling past them all you're like ha ha <laughs> with the smug students yeah. going around on our bikes annoying everyone but yeah it's it's very nice city yeah, it's great. It's been good living here for the last few years. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Do you think you'll stay in Cambridge or do you think you'll move mm. on further afield? I'm not sure. I feel like I want to live in London. Of course. Yeah. I just want to try it out. I feel like yeah. I might hate it, <laughs> but I just want to do it to say I've done it. I feel like a lot of people, even if it's just a year, they've given it a go. Yeah. 
because that's where you know you get a lot of opportunity as well yeah there's just so much going on you're so close to everything yeah yeah cool exciting (laughs) so anything anything else spring to mind when we say ARU how have your like lecture uh, lectures and course leaders and the other mm. people you've met because we've not really touched yeah. on people we've touched a lot on societies yeah. and opportunity we haven't touched on people much yeah I love my course leader like when I, I saw her the other day she was getting the train home to London and I was coming back from London Aww. she ran up to me and gave me this big hug Aww. I was like Emma how are you I haven't seen you in ages it's just so nice because she does know me as me and she yeah. knows what I want to do and all the lecturers are the same like you're not just a student number Mm. they know who you are they know what you want to do they know kind of which bits you're passionate about and kind of how they might need to support you which is really nice I feel like the lectures and the seminars have such a kind of safe environment where Mm -hmm. you can just say what you're thinking and we have really good debates about different things and no one feels stupid asking questions which I think is really nice yeah I I definitely think that the course leaders and any staff member really at the university if you put in time to go and actually make the most of your one-to-one sessions or Mm -hmm. you've got something worried about you just want to talk about it they will make time for you and they will listen to you which in my first two years I didn't realize I really Mm. thought I was being a pest yeah and then by my third year I had this amazing relationship with the person I was doing my dissertation with Mm -hmm. to the point that you know I, I haven't seen her in years and I just happened to stumble across her she was back in Cambridge <laughs> for one day oh my god and I was in Cambridge obviously because I'm, I'm always here <laughs> and um, I just saw her and I thought I can't be her because I'm sure she moved away and I shouted her name and she was there and like ran up to each other it was like a slow oh. motion movie and hugged each other and it was really sweet yeah but you don't think that because when you're at school the only one-on-one time you really get is like parents evening or yeah. something so it's almost seen as a punishment mm. but when you come here you get that chance to really sit down, get to know someone. Yeah. And they do hand you opportunities. If you're yeah. there and you're willing to make the most of it, they'll say, like, I had one um, in my first year of university, actually. She's just one of my tutors said to me, there's um, a competition. I think this story is really good and you should enter it. Really? And she helped me work on it. And I entered my story and it actually won a place in this sort of short fiction book wow and I actually ended up getting to go to Birmingham Fringe Festival and read it in front of loads of people in the library it was crazy and that was Mm. all within my first year yeah just because I had made time and really got to know my lecturer and Mm. they'd got to know what I was interested in so they thought it suited me yeah and I feel like as well when I came to applying for placements they always ask for a reference from university and like you could just tell reading my reference that she really knew me yeah. it wasn't just a generic oh she's hard working all of this yeah. it, it really did sound like me which I think is really powerful to an employer when they look yeah. at that it's going to help you stand out if yeah. you've got that relationship there and they're going to then talk about you personally yeah it's gonna it's gonna change everything. and I think as well it goes further than just the lecturers it's like the student engagement teams that are here mm-hmm. like the welcome team mm-hmm. everyone in the EB they're just all so friendly even like you guys in the marketing team <laughs> like everyone just puts the students first and mm-hmm. if there's something coming up they think how can we get the students involved in this yeah which is really special and I think it's really valuable having all those people put so much time into you and give you all these opportunities. Yeah, and it's not just been about, you know, how can we use the students and 
you know, use them for free because we, yeah. we pay you through the employment yeah. bureau and we make sure, you know, you get like nine pounds an hour to do something yeah. like stuffing envelopes. It's not a bad yeah. wage, actually. <laughs> like I, I would stuff envelopes for nine pounds an hour. Yeah. So yeah, it's, we, it's about being fair, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've loved working here and I love studying here mm. and I know you've loved studying here. So yeah. I think that ends it on quite a good note yeah. to say why we love our uni, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Cool. So tune in next time, everybody. And remember to listen back to episode one if you're thinking about applying for clearing and you might need some of your questions answered. But yep, yeah, see you all soon. Bye. Bye.